Hello and welcome to this Lloyd's List podcast. The United Nations Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change opened its 2021 report with the following statement. It is unequivocal that human influence has warmed the atmosphere, ocean and land. Understanding how climate change is impacting the oceans and shipping has become an essential element of our forward planning. And while climate has long-term implications, changing weather patterns have a direct and immediate impact on our industry. Weather analytics as a science has grown in significance for shipping in recent years. However, it takes on added significance when combined with other analytical capabilities. Now, joining me to discuss all this is Rennie van der Vega, a meteorologist who now focuses his attention on the impact of weather events on business across a range of markets. Rennie is Vice President Global Commercial at DTN, a data analytics and technology company based in the United States. Also, David Levy, Chief Marketing Officer at Orbit MI, who's been driving the integration with DTN. Gentlemen, thank you for joining me. Rennie, you've worked across a number of sectors, all with different digitalization trajectories. How would you describe shipping's journey and how could the industry pick up the pace? It's a pleasure to be with you, Richard. And uh, yeah, it's it's very interesting to watch the shipping digitalization journey. I actually find a lot of parallels to, to this uh, sector as I do with agriculture. The, both sectors have a very interesting overlap of having a long history of sort of human curated data and pride and knowledge of understanding both the fields and the sea. But as we have learned over time that as we're collecting and organizing more data, there is a lot of insights to be drawn off of all aspects of the operation and weather is a really important one. In both of those sectors, weather is the number one thing or typically the number one variable that dictates the outcome, both positive and negative on the bottom line in terms of safety. And so in the shipping space, what we're seeing is a lot of acknowledgement that having a good understanding of what the weather conditions, ocean conditions, and having the forward look uh, at how that may impact a voyage could really impact uh, positively uh, the outcome of that voyage. And so I think in order to pick up the the pace, so to speak, as you asked, um, it's number one, having an understanding that there is true benefit in using integrated solutions and integrating multiple data sets together. By using these multiple data sets, you can extract tremendous value out of the insights that occur from that data. But the industry is also uh, facing a, a period of time here where there's more regulations requiring um, that we monitor and report. And so integrated analytics uh, and weather analytics is a really uh, key way to do that and allow automation to solve some of the problems so that it's not adding more work, but it's creating better work more efficiently um, in terms of getting the outcome. And so a lot of what we're focused on is looking for more analysis pre-voyage uh, to solve some of the key challenges, such as reducing fuel burn, reducing carbon emission, 
arriving just in time and supply chains that require that, uh, having a firm understanding of the cost benefit of of different speeds and so forth if in your voyage and using weather analytics is a really key driver to get those insights and make those decisions thank you david do you want to do you want to pick up on uh, on that how, how how is weather and the broader digitalization environment coming together thank you richard for for having me and it's always great to uh, participate on a panel with Rennie, because by the end of it, I always feel that I'm a little smarter about about weather. Um, you know, in terms of what we've seen as far as you know, digitalization and weather coming together. You know, one of the main reasons we uh, are working with DTN um, is that we're responding to our customers uh, and their their questions to us. And throughout 2021 or 2020, uh, we would present our product and our, our platform. And the question from literally everyone was, what are you doing about weather? How are you incorporating weather data? What's your weather solution? So there is this you know, convergence of events that's happening where the industry has seen, uh, obviously they're paying attention to the changes in the, in the actual weather, but then the question was, well, how can we take advantage of all of the weather data that's out there? There's a lot of well-known you know, services and, and there's no shortage of weather data out there. And so we were responding to those, the, the, the customers. And so what we had to do was go out and, and, and kind of augment what we already have in our platform. And that's how we started to work with, with, with DTM. So Rennie, let's, let's come back to you. Um, shipping hasn't really thought about weather as part of the digitalization space until quite recently. Why was that? Well, I think uh, a lot of times uh, true in all all sectors is that weather is often just it's just there and you sort of have this feeling that I can't control weather, uh, which is unfortunately true. And if I ever figure that out, uh, I'll be a wealthy guy. But what, what, what I think we are learning is that as we're getting more and more data sets that gives us greater clarity, both on the, the weather and the ocean impacts of weather, and the fact that as the climate is changing, we're seeing more disruptive weather events, it's becoming imperative and necessary to have a handle on forward-looking weather and uh, utilize that information in making decisions. We're getting better. Every 10 years, the, the next day forecast is as accurate as the previous day forecast. And so we're seeing this tremendous improvement in accuracy, in measurement, in our ability to look out into the future. And so uh, as we do that, that gives us uh, this wide open box of opportunity here for us to, to leverage that information and make smart decisions. Now, one of the things that happens when we develop a new new idea like digitalization is we come up with acronyms. And one of the acronyms that we're talking about at the moment is APIs. Can you, uh, David or, or Rennie, can you explain what an API is and Give us an ins uh, an example of vessel insight APIs. Well, uh, uh, I'd be I'd be happy to. And as a, a as someone who's come from the software and high tech industry, uh, we can blame a lot of things on the shipping industry. But let's not blame APIs on the shipping industry, right? A API is a is a classic technology three letter acronym which stands for application programming interface. That's what an API is, and and it's simply 
it's a set of rules and protocols that allow different software systems to communicate with each other and to share data with each other. So it, it's kind of a recipe to say, how does this how does this system talk to another system? Um, and they allow one application to access sometimes not just the data, but the functionality of an application, which enables developers to build new applications and services by having more tools at their disposal. So if you just think about like sharing recipes, for instance, it's now that I'm sharing recipes, I, I can make better, different, more interesting meals that are more relevant. And you know, there, are, there are a lot of benefits to, to APIs uh, above and beyond that the innovation uh, that we just talked about, uh, it improves the communication between systems. It reduces development time because again, if I can borrow some of the, you know, the data and functionality of another system and we can share that, then I've got a head start in 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 building a net new product. Um, and the two other pieces which are important about APIs that I'll highlight and go on for a while is it allows for more personalized experience for the end user because now I can take data from certain parts of other systems and say, you know, these are the pieces that I want in my workflow. Um, and that also improves collaboration. So, you know, API, three letters, which, which really at some uh, basic level is a set of instructions and protocols, but there's a lot of power associated with how those could be used. And I, I hope that answers your question. And I hope that's actually instructive to what people are are, are talking about and hearing about in, in the industry. But I'd like you to bring it down to the level of the, the, the guy on the bridge of a ship. How does he or she use an API to get better performance and higher efficiency? Well, uh, it's a good question. And the answer is he, he or she won't. Right, the API is something that's in the background that allows the functionality of a system to be changed, augmented in some some way, shape, or form. And if I give uh, you know the example of, of Orbit in this instance, you use Orbit uh, whether you're on shore or on, on your ship, and now with APIs, the functions that you have are now different. Okay, so you're using the product in, in a similar way, but now in the instance of, say, uh, Orbit, now we're bringing in these APIs from, from DTN and we're lighting up all kinds of different weather layers and functionality associated with measuring weather and measuring your know, speed and currents on optimization of routes and performance. So, you know, you're never really using the API, you're just using the, the software or the application which has now, because of those those interactions, has taken on kind of new functionality, new power. Thank you. Um, Rennie, talk about weather-specific uh, APIs. Um, I'm sure we can use that on a day-to-day -day basis. We, we do, and so uh, imagine that at DTN, we are forecasting for literally millions and millions of locations every hour, uh, and, and on top of that, each of those locations has multiple variables. So you're talking about a really wide breadth of information, and it would be way too much for any one company to try and manage that large data set all by themselves. And so what we do is we, we take all of that data, we um, put it all together in our databases, and the API is the connection point into the software that Orbit then 
uh, can utilize and, and build the functionality within the system that the end user uses. So APIs have been a very strong um, uh, technology use in weather in that we can take large amounts of data and insights, but make them easily accessible within software, uh, and then to create the value on top of that so that it's embedded in workflows and the user experience becomes very friendly and easy. The complicated stuff isn't seen to the end user and, and it makes it a lot more fun of a system to use. Um, so, so we've been really pleased in, in developing an API strategy. It allows us to innovate really quickly and so that users of the end product will get constant updates and improvements without really having to do anything on their end. It, it, it's turnkey by nature to them. So we talk a lot of, about collaboration uh, in, in shipping and bringing together expertise. And here we have an example of, of collaboration between OrbitMI and DTN. Uh, David, just tell me about the how will this collaboration uh, benefit ship owners and operators? That's a, it's a great question. And, you know, it's, uh, you know, it starts with um, the commitment of both organizations to collaborate and to be transparent and to share things like data and API. So it starts culturally with a recognition that there is a need for us to work together. Um, as far as how our collaboration is going to continue to benefit, um, you know, uh, ship owners and ship managers, um, We've only started to scratch the surface on the kind of functionality that we have, uh, and we've offered into our the Orbit Weather Plus platform that we've created with DTN, where we allow companies to uh, uh, to create as many what if scenarios on different routes as they want before a fixture, for instance. They get real-time updates on the weather and they can see alerts uh, in terms of a particular voyage and what's happening with that voyage. But Richard uh, and, and Rennie, Rennie will, will, will back me up on this. These are just the, the, the things that, that we've thought of and our customers have helped us develop that we're launching into our product. The great thing about the collaboration here is that like software, and our software is software as a service that's in the cloud, we are constantly innovating and we're constantly providing updates and new functionalities. And often that comes from listening to our customers who say, you know, we'd like to see the routes developed or presented in a certain way. Can you do that? And because of the nature of APIs, we're constantly upgrading. So we have version one, version 1.1, version 1.2, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, the, the benefit to ship owners and operators is that, uh, as Renny pointed out, we're doing the hard work and the, com the complex stuff on the, uh, on, the, on the back end. And what our customers will see is just deeper, more elaborate and smarter functionality that helps them with particular use cases to help them with their business. So, Rennie, um, what skills uh, and aptitudes can you bring from other industries across into the shipping industry? Yeah, it's a great question. I think we learn every time we go through these journeys and, and everybody's on a different pace and at a different moment in time. What we're ultimately looking for is uh, how to present complex information in a way that's easily understandable and makes significant valuable impact. And so all of the complexities of the atmosphere, of the ocean, of 
the trade, et cetera. We're trying to really boil down into providing clear, instructive insights that say, if you make this decision, here's the benefit that you receive. And we do that across the board, whether we're working with aviation or utilities, et cetera, leveraging this weather information and looking how it actually impacts the operations from a budget standpoint, a safety standpoint, an environmental or sustainability standpoint. Um, we want to constantly improve on the output that's being created, but also ensure that it's creating value. And, and uh, so we learn lessons every time we do this. It makes us better uh, as an organization. And as a result, the further innovation that comes down the line gets improvement uh, as well. Great stuff. Now, I can't let you go without asking you one final question um, about climate change, extreme weather events, rough winds, um, higher waves. Look, as a forecaster, what do you think shipping is in for over the medium term and how can digital solutions help us to prepare for this? Well, we're seeing no doubt uh, the impact of climate change starting to impact weather events and that's the correlation that we are always looking into is if you do see a one or two degree uh, rise in temperature, how does that impact the downstream effects of the weather? Is that rougher seas? Is it changing wave periods? Is it more precipitation events, hurricanes, et cetera? And so I think the shipping industry, uh, it's one of those where you want to rely on your past history and understanding of of how weather impacts a vessel or a voyage and so forth. But at the same time, I think we need to be continually looking at if there are more of these events, how are we going to handle them? How can we get out ahead of the disruptive weather before it actually occurs, make decisions, and ultimately look for ways to lessen the risk of, of any more impactful weather than, than might already exist. And uh, as a result, that should lead to positive impacts on on those key themes of sustainability, of um, you know environmental impacts, as well as protecting the businesses' um, profitability and um, and safety as well. Thank you very much. Absolutely fascinating. Thank you to David as well. Uh, when combined with other maritime data parameters, timely weather data is a key element of the analytics required by industry professionals to operate their vessels efficiently, to reduce fuel burn and CO2 emissions and keep crews and cargo safe. External pressures such as the CII and EEXI regulations will only make this even more urgent. Thank you both and thank you for listening to this Lloyd's List podcast.